hello and welcome back to Movie Squad. How are we all doing? This is episode five. I won't do the French because I always get it wrong. And we didn't rehearse it. No. And you need that rehearsal. I think it's cat, if I'm not mistaken. No, not everything is cat. <laughs> it's always cat. Week in, week out. I think, I think oh. the general public are grateful that you're going to give up on French, Jack. Let's snuff. It's sack. Okay, episode five. Part of the Fanboy Network. Every week we hold your hand. Imagine us being the Thanos and you're the Gamora. Oh. We hold your hand through the week that has been the movie news. Someone was watching Infinity War last night. You know it. Come, child. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Beautiful vision. I'm Jack. I am Scott. And in the corner. Helpful Hayley. There she is. Producer extraordinaire. Right, let's have it. This week in news. Yeah, let me let, let me tell you what we've got going on, guys. So, as usual, we're going to start with Marvel. Uh, first bit of news is Endgame sells five times more tickets than Infinity War. Big shocker. Oh, that is... The numbers for this, or the projected numbers, are ridiculous, aren't they? They're astronomical. 900 million in its opening weekend. That is crazy. Five, and five times like Infinity War... You thought that was the hype and and getting seats and that for that, yeah. Well, we've got a piece of um, of information here online, which is a couple of days old now, which says that it sold twice as many as advanced tickets as Aquaman, The Last Jedi, Infinity War, and Captain Marvel (laughs) combined. (laughs) Yeah, that is mad. Captain Marvel done a billion, and that wasn't even that great. So imagine this. Look, oh. to achieve, uh, effectively, it's going to be a billion dollars in a weekend. Yeah, oh, yeah. So what this could do, go on and achieve is is madness. I mean, you mentioned it in our um, other podcast, The Empire Top 100. You mentioned a film, this would be the first film to do two billion. But we no. through research, we found out that, that loads, of, film, week, loads yeah, of films yeah. have done that already. So this is going to be what, maybe like three, four billion? <sighs> That's a big jump. It's certainly... We could be looking at our first three billion. Yeah. But that's... Oh. I wonder if it counts Jeez, things like... Yeah. You know that there was someone in the news in America who bought tickets to the opening night and paid $15,000 for oh, them. Oh, those the eBay ones? Yeah, the eBay ones, yeah. That's but just mad. I don't know. That was opening night, though, was yeah, it? Yeah, opening night. I don't know if it's like a special cinema or what. Makes me wish I bought a whole row now. Of course. <laughs> but then again... This is going to be different to Infinity War because it's not a global release there, is it? China gets this 48 hours before everyone else. So this is like a social yeah. shutdown. Phone off, no internet. That's it. Just dark room. Write letters to each other. <laughs> Send ravens. Phone my ass phone. <laughs> I don't even have one. So you're going to have to plug it in first, Jack. Yeah. Yoga pots and strings. Yeah, we just... That's a bit annoying. Well, to be honest, we normally get it, don't we? So it yeah. gets released in the UK two days before America. So clearly, this 48 hours with China, that is going to be bumping these figures up. Because the pre-sales yeah. with China, you know, that's... Yeah. Oh, a billion in a weekend. Interesting, eh? And we got a third trailer, didn't we? Yeah, third trailer this week. It's still not giving... Uh, uh, we was having this conversation, weren't we? Yeah. It's not giving nothing away, and I like it. Let's keep it like it. Old school. And you've turned into right cynic as well, haven't you? Because you don't even trust what they are giving away. No. I think it's all... <laughs> I think it's all... Every, all these white suits, I don't think that's going to be in it. Call it. I, yeah, I've said it. I said it a couple of weeks ago. Those white suits, they don't exist. 
And this whole thing with the hands in the middle, nah. Go team. Yeah. And then everyone's saying, oh, there's nine hands, but there's only eight people in the trailer. Who's the life of hands? It's us. It's the big Billy Gauntlet comes in. <laughs> Should we move on? Do we want to? Yeah. You want to do some more in-game speculation? Yeah, I mean, the, the trailer was um, again that still that opening scene, isn't it, where they've all sort of decided to take the fight to Thanos, and yeah. Steve Rogers gives that rousing speech like he does, and uh, yeah, but still giving nothing away, and oh, I love it. It's how movies should be. Yeah, it should be because everything is spoiled so so early on yeah. especially in big movies and they've openly said haven't they the Russos that they are being quite misleading with the footage they've released because they when they were kids they didn't want yeah, yeah, you know, the Star Wars yeah. from Spock from and stuff so they're like to paint it back so yeah and I actually did see something I think a statement somewhere that the whole scene of of Cap and Stark might not even be oh the handshake yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 do you trust me yeah, um, someone was speculating that when you actually pan down to the belt, that's not actually it's Tony Stark's belt, it's Ant-Man's Ant belt or someone's, yeah, someone's belt. I don't know. Two weeks to go. Yeah, I know. It's getting there, isn't it? Cut the bank on Easter, loads of chocolate, and then Infinity War. <laughs> Endgame. You got it wrong. Oh, not both, because you'll be like a kid in the cinema. <laughs> well, we're yeah, going to exactly. need supplies for three hours. Yeah, Easter yeah. eggs. Sandwiches. Frequence meal. Frequence meal. Yeah, Uber Eats in the cinema. I don't, well, you know what? I don't, I've taken things like chicken. I've had like a Morrison's <laughs> salad and chickens and stuff. They're, they're, I think the rule is, this is what I was told, the rule is as long as it's not overpowering smell, you can take it into cinema and eat it. I think they should pan that down a little bit so if you can carry it, you can eat it. <laughs> like Fred Frint's. <laughs> <right, yeah. laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should take a pizza in or something. That'd be good. I think got off topic a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of dreaming. <laughs> Do you want to plug a microwave in? Yeah, just take it. Let's, I think we're going to get told off. Let's now. talk about Spidey. Spider. Moving on to your other favourite. So, mm. Marvel will announce Phase 4 after Spider-Man. Mm. Tell us more. But we have got a bit of a gap, haven't we, between Endgame and Spider-Man. What up? Three, four months. Yeah, July. July, yeah. So, so still a long while to wait. With only one movie left in the in the diary. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I wonder if that's intentional because of the plot of obviously Endgame. Well, I think we'll learn more about that slate yeah. in Endgame yeah. with the Eternals and whoever else might be I suggested. Mean, they've showed a little bit of their hand, haven't they? Because they've already put Nick uh, Fury into the Spider-Man trailer, and as we all know, in, in uh, Infinity War, he, he disappears. Mm -hmm. So they've obviously, yeah, well, same with Spider-Man, you can see, yeah. but that's what I mean. I wonder when that is set or will Endgame reset the whole... You know, the whole event. That's your theory, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think oh. big time travel element is going to reset a lot of stuff we've seen over the last 10 years. But I'm really looking forward to Spidey, though. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to see him out of New York doing things in London and stuff. A whole new batch of villains. Mysterio yep. is going to be great as well. Massive cult and fan favourite. I think uh, Galeno's going to nail that role as well. That's a big signing as well for Marvel. Mm. I don't think people are making a big enough deal about it. He's a great actor. Which would lead you to think that we might see a, a repeat, another appearance of him somewhere in the yeah in the diary. Well, it'd be nice to see part of him part of the Sinister Six or something. Or, exactly, it's so much to build yeah. up. I mean, everyone seems to be getting their own um, 
their own solo films, don't they now? Mm. So who knows? Maybe a Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal prequel. Ooh, yeah. Happy King Stereo. That'd be good. It's so, it says here that um, while San Diego Comic-Con 2019 takes place in July, it's stand to reason that Marvel will have a panel where yeah. they'll unveil what's coming out over the next few years. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got an idea of stuff, haven't we? Like, you know, the Eternals, the Black Panther sequel, there's a few things that are dead certs in there. Yeah, yeah. But I think we are still shrouded quite a lot in the mystery of who's going to survive, who's going to be going moving forwards. Yeah. After they're just feeding you tidbits, you've got to lap it up to you. They played it so well, yeah. They are masters, eh? Mm. They are masters, eh? they release them the timed well. They're you know, you understand them and you you like them to them. Very They could even say, Oh, look, we've shown you the quantum suits, only you guys are just just picking them apart, saying they don't exist. I don't know what to believe anymore. (laughs) I don't know, I trust anything. And then obviously we're getting a lot of content as well with the new DC streaming service. Learning a lot about that this weekend. That's been heavy in the news. Oh no, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yes. Rivaling Netflix. So much, isn't there? Like in one week, they've almost kind of gone. Well, add that. This is our plan. Uh, I've not seen any dates for the stuff that we've got teed up or they've got teed up. Well, you know what? There's. um, I don't even know when we're going to get it in the UK because it's being released in America first but they haven't got any dates for it being in the UK yet so they're, mm. they're saying some big things the company said it may have as many as 19 million subscribers by 2024 don't oh. doubt that at all you think it's Disney yeah we <laughs> just talk, we're thinking Marvel but Disney yeah that's the thing you think huge. you think Disney but then yeah you're right so that is everything that's, that's all the Fox stuff it's everything every, every Series of The Simpsons is going to go on there. There's 30 series of The Simpsons yeah. going on there. Every, anything and everything, Star Wars. All the Star Wars stuff, yeah. All the Marvel. And then they're bringing out loads of like original content, aren't they? Yeah. They are. So. They're, they're saying they're going to draw upon a library of revered films dating back several decades. Lots of classics in there. And nice. obviously new shows. Some you want to mention? Well, that's those? the thing, like the new shows. And especially if they come up with original shows, like yeah. the Netflix originals. Then you have got a real decision to make of like Netflix, Disney Plus. Yeah. There's going to be a real balance there. So, uh, it says here new shows already on tap include The Mandalorian, the first live action so Star good. Wars series, yeah, a prequel to the Star Wars film Rogue One, a series about the Marvel character Loki, and a rebooted high school musical series. Not so much the high school musical. Yeah, Hot Pass. You know, there are fans that love that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, it made Zac Efron. Will they bring Zac Efron back as like a, a tutor or a teacher? The headmaster. So meta. Ooh. But The Mandalorian, I cannot wait for that, and especially the prequel for Rogue One. Oh, so exciting. What is The Mandalorian? Exciting. I don't know nothing about it. That is um, like Boba Fett, Django Fett. That's oh, their... Jake the Mass. Yes, that's that... their, their streamline. Oh, okay, so is he like a bounty hunter? Yeah, so it's okay. just the story, the prequel story of that. Not mad at that, quite. That sounds yeah, interesting. It's just like the biggest ever cult Star Wars. To yeah. be fair, Jack, you would pretty much watch anything. Yeah, it's true. There's not much I turn off. No, you give anything a try as well. I'm, um, so he says he won't watch High School Musical he'll reboot. Be, yeah. He'll be watching it. Yeah. His pom-poms. Might be some ladies. <laughs> <laughs> watch yourself. <laughs> um, I wonder where all these... So they're doing, as you said... Um, a what um, 
Scarlet Witch and Vision called WandaVision. But that is a massive storyline in itself. So you can, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they've done that in the House of M. Oh, I wonder if they're going to do House of M. They go. Oh, House of M, that'd be awesome. That's one of the biggest storylines. What yeah. there is that? Can you explain that to me? So, uh, here we go. Let's draw, <laughs> think back. So, House of M is when Scarlet Witch has a mental breakdown and she basically changes reality to re- reflect her like perfect world so she she's married to vision in it mm-hmm. she has family family magneto is because magneto is her dad and uh, i can't remember much more about it, it. sounds pretty good yeah. yeah it's an incredible story yeah it's, it's like a really good like big run in the comic books so again they could do that yeah so we've got yeah vision and, and uh scarlet witch confirmed yeah wandavision wandavision, WandaVision. <laughs> loki loki yeah um falcon winter soldier Odd pairing. Comedy duo though, aren't they? Mm. They got that like whole almost like good cop, bad cop. Yeah, he's like, like I know you it, that was like the Falcon. Civil War bit, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, flying. Yeah. He's like the comedy relief and he's like, we watched um, Infinity War the other night and uh, the scene where like the Hulk hasn't seen Black Widow for like three years and he goes, this is awkward. <laughs> it's like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like the comedy relief. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, and so Hulk, Hulk and She-Hulk. I know. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. Where does all this town. fit in? Like, it's well, I don't know. It must just be a standalone platform. I think we can put our trust in them, though. Yeah, I think exactly, they've earned exactly. our trust. Yeah, that they'll absolutely. do it. Absolutely. But the fact that they've cast the original actors, they're just carrying on their role. Yeah, they? it's yeah. like massive. That's. I mean, I wonder if they're going to almost be like you know, like the what if comic book run. Yeah, they can do a little, have be a bit more flexible, like a bit more self indulgent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Was there anything else on the on them? Uh, Loki, Winter Soldier, Vision. No, you've got Hulk. more for this than I read out. Yeah, yeah. I told you about the Star Wars and that. Um, the Hulk thing's only been released recently. Though, so like that the last couple yeah, of days. Yeah. yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that's, mm. that's the thing. Like, we've said it before. You, if you've got big budget, that's like Disney's like a huge company. You don't have to put it for that in the cinema. You can do like yeah. these things on like Netflix and streaming services that are, that are awesome. Umbrella you can Academy. Push more out there in a quicker space. Of yeah. Time. yeah. You know, and, in the gaps. Exactly. You're filling in gaps. Why are you waiting for these films to come mm-hmm. along yeah. again? That oh, let's, let's just watch more. Yeah. Watch and more again, Disney. you guys just lap it up. Oh, oh yeah. Take the money. Five pounds, please. Take my clothes. Because you think as well, you've got Daredevil, Elektra, Ooh. Iron Fist, Slider, Punisher, Punisher. Oh. Yeah. Luke Cage, oh, all these like awesome... Oh, Defenders, yeah, could bring them all back. I was glad they um, cancelled these shows. I love bloody Iron Fist. The second, the first series was like a hard watch, but the second series was awesome. And it ended on, it set up so much in the last episode I was like oh I can't wait for the third and it's cancelled but you've only got to go to Punisher as well oh, that wasn't so like that wasn't just uh, I love the Punisher it but that just wasn't <laughs> like a, yeah. that wasn't like a comic book fan thing that was a broad everyone loved the Punisher yeah. everyone got into that so they're going to have to bring that back so violent mm. yeah yeah I'll sign up for it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus yes yeah. yeah. I like that it's not like really expensive because yeah five ninety nine is isn't expensive the moment yeah, so yeah. We're bad now. Well, Don't forget, you do have to apply to the joint bank account fund for yeah. admission. Well, we won't be giving away Ooh, our password out. Like, <laughs> our Netflix password, we're giving out to like my parents, her parents, like our old lodger and stuff. <laughs> and then, uh, we go on it, and it's like, 
She's like, have you been watching? And I'm like, no. She's an upgrade our service. Change the password. Yeah, change the password. Okay, moving on. Black Widow to begin filming in June. That's late, isn't it? That is late. June Um, 19 for a 2020 release. Mm. And we have we've had some new castings in there, haven't we? So yeah, which we touched on yeah. last week or the week before. So it's all it's all forming. Yeah, but yeah, they're kind of little fine. Yeah, but we don't know who these characters. Are. Obviously, no Scarlett Johansson's playing um, Black Widow, but we don't know who David Harbour is playing. We don't know who this Emma Florence Watson. Pugh. No, it's not Emma Watson. Well, she she's not. It's she gone? She gone? It's this uh, Florence Pugh who's in it now. She was in um, Fight with My Family. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah, we don't know who these other players, who these characters are playing. But I think we can all agree that Black Widow is going to be massive. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. She is. Um... There's a rumor here about Rachel Wines. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Sorry, Rachel Wines as well. That's that's a stellar cast straight away. Like mm-hmm. really good castings. Who's directing it? Does it say? Uh, not on this article. I'm going to find out. Yeah, but Black Widow was or not was she is massive now she's yeah. you know, we think she's such a small character mm. how she is not a fan well she's a fan favourite you know she's got oh, a yeah. film there and I did read that, that her role in Endgame might be bigger than what everyone thinks okay because everyone's going oh you're going to fight fans but you're done yeah you little gun <laughs> training oh, change cards really quick good for you but yeah they reckon Black Widow yeah bigger things everything's going to change after this Endgame comes out maybe this will be all clear all these all these films I don't know how I feel I know I'm just jumping back literally just quickly for Endgame but I don't know how I feel about walking into the theatre with Endgame knowing I'll be walking out not knowing what's coming next I mean they could go like full Dallas and say that oh the 10 years was a dream couldn't they (laughs) you could do it but to come out and think, oh, we've got Spider-Man left, and that's it. Yeah. I don't know how I feel. Yeah. It says here, possibly, is it Kate Shortland, Australian filmmaker? Okay. I'm still looking up to see if that's confirmed. That's from The Hollywood Reporter. It'd be nice to see the Russos maybe take hold of um, Black Widow film, do what they did for Captain America, because the first Captain America was, it was good, but it weren't, you know, it's no Witness Soldier, Captain is it? Development, wasn't it? But the yeah, the Witness, Captain America most, Witness Soldier is... Most articles are agreeing it's Kate Shortland, okay. but don't take my word for that. I think the Russos did say that they'd come back from to Marvel, but it would be, what, Secret War, or Secret Invasion? Secret Invasion, yeah, that's what they said they really want to do. Mm. I suppose they're just knackered. I mean, this is like a massive thing, and it's doing yeah. two films back-to-back, uh, yeah, you're yeah. talking like six hours worth of film. Yeah, pretty much. They need to go and group. Yeah, they need a rest, bless them. But. Little puppies. Well, that's it for Marvel. Big old slam. Yeah. yeah, but you've got to remember, with every exciting times ahead, that where train is I'm going to be cutting you off of a Marvel tour, can't I? Mm. Saying, oh, come on, yeah. guys. That'll be a separate thing. I mean, we're going to have to do just one like Matt to do a podcast just on Endgame because it's oh, going to be so much to talk about 100% so much to talk about okay so let's move on to DC then we've only got one piece of news on DC and mm. that is that Black Adam is to begin filming next year yeah yes Mr. Dwayne Johnson yeah is in yeah. town we didn't know about this did we we were talking before we went live but, yeah but his um, production company being like quite heavy well Heavy involved yeah. Shazam, yeah. He come out and did this like thank you video, and I was like, hold on a minute, you weren't in, in it. But then it all made sense. I mean, he's explained that he was the driving force behind, 
you know, the, the Shazam film and that they wanted Black Adam to be the villain in it. But he said, mm. whoa, 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 hold on a minute. It's too big of a character to have in a film with the Shazam Ali and Dr. Savannah. All in mm. one go, he's like, it needs to have its standalone film. So yeah. he put his foot down. Which is um, it's a very valid point. Definitely. Yeah. But also I think there's a little bit of I want my own film there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. He can do that though. He's the rock. Yeah. Well, absolutely. He can absolutely. do that. Absolutely. Stop throwing your weight around, Dwayne. Go for it. <laughs> so it says, it says here, okay, so non-geek talking up now. Doesn't know anything about Black Adam. <laughs> I don't know. From Adam. Ha 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 Don't joke. Yeah, sorry. I one somewhere. <laughs> he's not only me. Is traditionally a villain in the DC universe, although more recent versions of the character portrayed him as a relatable baddie or even an anti-hero. So mm. where are we going to go with this film, guys? What do you reckon? I reckon we're going to see a Venom-esque kind of character. Yeah. You know, that keeps switching the balances and, uh, and sides. I'd be interested to see how they do it because the Black Adam origin story is really dark. Like, in the comic book, he basically, like, murders a child to get his powers and he goes around you know basically do, taking power from people who you know have it and he wants it he covers it and it's, it's quite like full on mm. and the whole death of his wife and oh no DC aren't scared to, yeah. to dip their toe in the old dark waters but then how do you then if you go so dark with a Black Adam I mean if it's a prequel that you could do that go very dark with a Black Adam film when Shazam was quite I mean, it was it wasn't like very, very light and light and funny. It had elements no. of darkness. Yeah, but it was um, Shazam was a light-hearted general film, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but Black Adam should be should be angry, should be dark. Yeah, should tell that darker tale. I think. Yeah. And and then you can weave in and out with the Shazams uh, and Justice League. You know, whatever you want to drop in there, you can. Oh, definitely, yeah. It'd be interesting to see, and I'm quite hyped to see Hawkman, and they're talking about, I think, seeing Stargirl. Yeah, Stargirl. She's, she's rolling in town with DC. Yeah. So, I think, uh, we got released down on Black Adam, is it? 21. Yeah, there's no set release, there's no set director, yeah. Mm. It's got to be, yeah, 2021. We can't turn it around that quick. So, I think that is going to be DC's year, 21. Yeah. They seem to be like, getting their... Uh, Get their act together, bless them. They do. Yeah. It's like a bit of a sound car circuit building. Okay, like, well, lovely. And then it just all trickles down yeah. again. Oh, let's put it up again. It trickles down again. Yeah. But they are getting, they're getting better. Definitely. For, for Sajam, anyway, like, that's... that's for what? Sajam. I'll tell you, boy, I'll tell you, I've had too much fun <laughs> Not a sponsor. That time's going to be now, see? Sajam. Yeah. <laughs> What was we even talking about? Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> Stereotype family. Oh, no. Thank you, boy. Uh, yeah, Shazam good. That's what we were talking about. I was going to say, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we spoke a lot about Shazam last week, didn't we? You had mixed reviews. You say it's getting there. I think this was, if I was to sum it all up really quickly, <laughs> it's getting there. It still wasn't perfect. Yeah. Hmm. Um, is yeah. that what you've gone this conversation? Yeah, basically, that's Granddad? what Yeah, so DC seems to be doing alright with the Shazam area of the shared universe that isn't a shared universe that's getting a reboot not getting a reboot we're keeping this person we're not getting uh, you that know. in my opinion is the fatal flaw to their plan that it's not a shared universe yeah but then it is because Superman cameo it's just make your mind up but it wasn't even a proper cameo exactly it, but he was in there 
That's what I'm saying. So it's so well, confusing. That, that was in there. It's so confusing. Like when uh, I was really confused, but I was like, why didn't they just put Henry Cavill in it for just one second? I know, like, one second. I mean, I mean, Jesus, I'm sure he could fit it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably would have done that for it's a Subway sandwich with his. Superimpose his head or something. But hey ho, hey ho. Yeah. We've got high hopes for Jane Johnson, surely. Yeah. There's nothing really worse than San Andreas. Oh, I love San Andreas. Let's not go there, guys. Come on. Come on. DC, you've got big things coming, mate. We've yes, got the Joker, we've got the Batman, so yeah. They're going to turn it around. Dare I say it, Endgame included, the Joker film of the year. Yeah? I can see, well, yeah, we're I can see why. I'm excited for the Joker. Mm. That trailer has just turned the whole year on its head. Yeah. It's a long time to wait, though. October. Good. Good. Something to look forward to. Yeah, birthday present. Mm. Alright, let's move on. No more DC. We're on to anything else, basically, now. In the anything else section. Um, the Meg 2 sequel is in development. Yes. You can hear it in my voice. <laughs> the you? flag bearer of the Meg 2. He's a Megalodon. He's a Megalodon. <laughs> Do you know these are based on books? So there's three books. Someone wrote they this. They sold any. For real. Yeah. Oh yeah. dear. Something like one's called The Terror of the Deep, one's called The Trench. You know what worries me? Someone read that book before they made that into a film. Yeah. Ooh, they <laughs> might run into um, into trouble with The Trench if DC are doing The Trench story. Oh, okay. You now with, with names. Yeah. I'll just throw that in there. I wonder how that works then because obviously the book precedes. Oh, they'll have the, the rights yeah, yeah. to the title. I mean, you can't, you can't argue with. The money it made, it made enough money to make. I think it made over five hundred thousand, five hundred million. Sorry, at the cinema. So obviously that, those getting a sequel. Where is, excuse me, where is the scale now for like financially, a successful film or a failing, a failing film? Is it not yeah. profit? Yeah, it must have be done on profit, surely. Because if it was successful, failure, you could you could make a film that cost you a hundred thousand dollars and yeah. Yeah, you weren't yeah, 90 yeah. then you're in a deficit so it wouldn't be a success with it it's got yeah but it. there's, there's, there's got to be a percentage in there yeah I mean, there's got to be like a certain number so you've got to hit but I suppose yeah if a film costs you like say 50 million to make and you've made 500 million then that's obviously yeah make a sequel of it yeah because we are as we said at the start of the show it is the, it's the billion dollar bracket now yeah every film big mm. climbs up to the billion we'll have a bit of research on that for next week mm. but the Meg the first Meg is was really aimed at sort of the Asian audience. So there's there's massive actors and actresses in it who are so popular in Asia, and we might have seen it in like who are these people? But in Asia, they are like they're like the yeah, Brad Pitt yeah. and the Angelina Jolie of Asia, and that's why you know to us it's like oh it was good, but you know but over there mm. they would spend all their money going to see it. So um, yeah, bring on Jason Statham for another massive shark. Ooh. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Front row center. Yeah. <laughs> So another sequel, which is in the works, Tomb Raider, moving yep. forward. This surprised me a little bit, actually, because um, it's quite quick, isn't it? When did it come out, Tomb Raider? It's probably like a couple of years, year. but it feels very quick to have another Tomb Raider film. It's 2018. I think yeah. last year, was it? But it's going to be a direct sequel, isn't it? It's not a reboot. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a continuation, yeah. which is good, because uh, obviously cult figure Lara Croft... But it's a little bit Indiana Jones in it. It's just it's the same format. You know what? I'm str- I've seen it, but I'm struggling to like 
I don't even know what it was about, really. I can't even... Because it's that same format. Yeah. You know, it's just the girl in the mansion gets a mission, goes to through a forest, finds a temple, gets trapped in the temple, yeah. rescues someone, gets a pet monkey, goes on. Didn't she work for Deliveroo at the beginning of it, I think, as well, when she was like, yeah. delivering yeah, that muffins paint, or something? That painting channel. Yeah, that's it, the bikes. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Again, like it could be so, they could make it really, really good. Like because mm. the games had a, almost like a renaissance, didn't they? Like yeah. the Rise of the Tomb Raider games, they like have got another lease of life now yeah. from that original Tomb Raider game with the guns. You know, the two guns, and the tiger scene. Oh yeah, do you remember the tiger and the sword of Demetrius? You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why games tiger. are really hard because yeah. I can remember playing Tomb Raider and getting stuck on levels for like. Ages. Yeah, and you did. You gone. Yeah, and there's no like saving it and all that. I said mm. one, one life. Back you go. Yeah. Golden. Not like these games you buy now and you're done within a week in the heart. A week? Are you joking? I've been playing playing Red Dead Redemption for six months. (laughs) Maybe none. I'm really worried (laughs) because Arthur's got a cold. He's not well. Who's Arthur? The main character. He's been doctors. He's got tuberculosis. He's not looking too hot. What does that mean if he dies? Game over. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No more games. And yet, yet my kitchen is still not painted. Moving on. So just just to add to that, what you were just saying, and although it's, since it's too early for plot details, the first film was inspired by the game, so they they wouldn't be surprised if the sequel was too. So okay. think of the game, and you might have the plot in there. Yeah. Somewhere. Maybe yeah. we have to d- dig out the old um, what was it PlayStation One? Yeah, it was PlayStation One, wasn't it? Might have to um, watch that yes, classic. Yeah. Might have to watch that Tomb Raider again because it's on Netflix now, so it might be worth revisiting. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah. I enjoy it. Might even go back to the Jolie days. Oh, I like, the, I like mm. the Jolie ones. Daniel Craig's in them. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Charlie's Angels. This seems to just come up every week. We have something about Charlie's Angels every week, but yeah. it's a continuation, not a reboot. I like to call this section Charlie's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there, isn't it? It's just there like a wall. Well, I agree. I mean, I, you know, oh, I'm just... I've got to say, I've got no love for it, really. But yeah, it's, you know, just because it's in the other section, kind of got to mention it. But it's a continuation of what? Did anyone watch the last one? I couldn't even tell you what the last one Yeah, it came out in like 96. Yeah. So who's going to remember That's what I'm saying, like, I don't know. And I'm pretty sure there was a market for it then as well because of the, the way it was set out and the characters who were in it. Because it was Lucy Liu. Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz and Diaz Drew Barrymore. That's Barrymore, quite, yeah. and they were really big back then, weren't they? It was really bright colours, and it was all that kind of 90s theme. Everyone well, yeah, yeah, and, you, and he was up against like Austin Powers as well, that's so it, it was that yeah. whole world going yeah, on. So but now everyone's like... Maybe with a new cast and new age, the reboot, the continuation, sorry, it's a continuation, <laughs> not a reboot, will be brought into sort of present day, and we'll, we'll see something new for Charlie's Angels. But the bar is so high nowadays for I, films, yeah, agree. isn't it? It's the, there's a fine line between a good film and just something that just is it's falls by the way yeah no, straight to DVD or just go straight to Netflix or I just don't know yeah like who <laughs> I don't, what who I don't get it? is you know there's so much talent in the world why do we keep rebooting and continuing and, and all this old crap why don't we just because we don't invest in writers that's the thing we don't invest in writers we don't invest in and develop new ideas but we need to yeah. get yeah. bored you think like everyone is so like immersed in in Marvel and DC stuff but that's still feeding off old material yeah true yeah no one's coming up with oh, I've just written a new Batman film a new storyline no it's just decades old but but that's the thing with even with DC and Marvel they do do they do like rebirth and they do rewrite this stuff all the time 
that's what I'm saying. There's like an endless pot to go back to. But stuff like this, you think, well, you know, why don't they just reimagine? Something? Not not difficult, is it? Like their their thing is they want like a female based, you know film about like women who are you know spies or something like that you could write it couldn't you yeah. it's like whereas yeah going back to like something that's already been done I mean this this could work Charlie's Angels could work as like a Netflix show something like that like a weekly yeah. you know something digestible like 40 minutes you know quite easy watching a bit like what they did with Lethal Weapon the TV show for that that yeah. was like you know we had three Love series that. like yeah because yeah, it's just easy what it's like fun to watch it's like humour bit of action bit of after dinner TV yeah yeah just like you well, know just going down yeah. before you get your Viennetta oh yeah <laughs> but that's like Arctic Row my ass mate not posh Ooh. like Viennetta then they've got the mint one though. oh mint one's the one but it's that's the thing I think films like Charlie's Angel they're not relevant anymore there's such a big passage of time it's like if they hold it. that thought Scott because there's plenty more of that to come today <laughs> throw it in the pot then go on uh, well, let me pick something else off my list then. So, um, Grease prequel, Summer Loving in the Works. Now, this makes me sad. This makes me sad because I love Grease. I love Grease. But I love Grease where it is. Yeah. Grease. In the past, as a film that I watch for nostalgia reasons because it's an old film. It's fun. Only look back at the outrage of Grease 2. Yeah, Everyone right. hates that. Grease was fine on, on its yeah. own. Well, so, you know, from what I've read about the prequel is that it's going to be called Summer Loving. Original. It, it, it's, <laughs> go, it's going to be based on when Sandy and Danny met on the beach. Now, it it's sounds... in Greece. You know, being the person that likes to look at things from all sides, it sounds just lovely. <laughs> but it's not what viewers want, is it? Surely, you know, we're going to be set in, what, the 50s? Yeah. Um, you know, who is going to go and watch a film set in the 50s right now? Might come back round full circle in a couple of years' time, who knows? But this, it's just not a genre now. Well, Am what, I wrong? Tell me I'm what wrong. Is, what no, is, is it? Right. Is it like a mu- is it a musical or I've is no it idea. a comedy or I've no idea. Unless it's let's, not gonna be a comedy. I'm fairly certain of that. Let's be what, fair, the reason why one of the biggest reasons why Greece was so successful was John Travolta. Because yeah. it because it was just one of the defining moments in his career. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's a classic, but making a sequel or a prequel to something that was out maybe like, what, 30 years ago? 78. Whoa, it's even longer than that. That's what I'm saying. You're nearly talking like 40 years ago. It's older than you. Older than Scott. No, it's not. <laughs> 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 Ooh, he's Latin. He's so honest. So let's, let's leave that one there. No, no, I think we should drag this through the mud a little more. Why not do Grease? What's it called? Summer Loving, the Meg Two. <laughs> Combine it with John Travolta and Jason. Statham. It is seven four seven. John Travolta post pre Botox, like the aging. So he's like, Ooh. so he's in the cockpit with the Megadon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't people will see that they won't they see won't. they won't Sandy it's just too nice isn't it for today's unless yeah no this is, seems to be a, another pattern forming hear me out right John Travolta cast yeah Nicolas Cage what as Nicolas Cage as John Travolta yeah, so, so um, like Johnny face, Zuko like Face Off I was just yeah. about to say you're just describing some sort of walk version of Face Off Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd see that rather than... <laughs> oh, I'd watch that. 
Like, face off crazy. some lovely. Yeah. Face off some lovely megalodon. Yeah. Oh, this is turning. It's going to be on side by. Straight coming on talking about we need to move Snow on from itself. this. <laughs> Train wreck. Yeah. In game what? Yeah. Terrible. That inside um, the shop. The other one, the other one I've got on my list with a big fat question mark on it is Mighty Mouse movie in the works. Yeah. This does fall into that whole pool of not relevant. No one has heard of Mighty Mouse. Well, when we were talking about it, we were all getting confused with Danger Mouse. Exactly. Yeah, we were like, no one's heard of Danger Mouse. Even like generations down have heard of Danger Mouse, but Mighty Mouse. Well, when we were talking about it, I had Danger Mouse in my head. So yeah. I thought, like, oh, well, that'd be really good. <laughs> I had Danger like, Mouse. Oh, it's Mighty Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there is danger, he'll be there. Danger Mouse. But yeah, we're not talking about Danger Mouse, we're talking about Mighty Mouse. Listen, right, if I can't remember the theme tune for something, then it's obviously not important. So Mighty Mouse, can't remember it. That really, is the yardstick. That's the yardstick. <laughs> it's really old. Yeah. It's really old. Um, mm-hmm. It's originally created as a parody of Superman, and he appeared in 1942. Whoa. I wasn't around then. Yeah. The, the original name of the character. <laughs> 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 it was originally called Super Mouse. That's, that's original. <laughs> yeah. I reckon they might have gone some hot water there. Well, there's no. that. So they're rebooting Tom and Jerry with like a live action cast. I don't no, get that. Not relevant to a anyone. Lot of, a lot of rodent... But going, Nan, do you want to go and see Tom and Jerry yeah. in the cinema? I'm cutting a 93-year-old woman to yeah. the cinema to watch a film that she doesn't care about. But listen, Mighty Mouse has got two mouse girlfriends. Pearl, Pure Heart and Mitzi. And his arch enemy is an evil villain cat named Oil Can Henry. Oil Can Henry. <laughs> Brilliant. Three Very names are... <laughs> the time. Yeah, like, very imagine, very just imagine today's kids getting in the cinema and going... What the bitch? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. They're like Peppa Pig and Paw Patrol now. They don't want to see Mighty Mouse. <laughs> no one wants to see it. Bin it off. Yeah. We try, we, we try to be positive about everything. It's hard. Though. It's so hard. It's good. I think because you want them to, you want people to invest their time and energy into producing good films. Well, and they're wasting it. time and space for this. It's cinema. We, we want people to keep going to the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Because it's so good. It can be so immersive, so magical. But then, oh, let's do Summer Loving. Yeah, some old dross and all this. It does, it just takes up space and it, it costs the cinemas a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. So I think our theory, our plan is right. We'll get all of the rubbish films and combine them. Combine them. One awesome film. Almost like a, a film <laughs> challenge. <laughs> yeah, a film challenge. Where does Mike Mouse come into Summer Loving then? No, that has to be something, has to be Mike Mouse and something else. Charlie's Angels, maybe. Oh, nice. Mighty Mouse versus it's Charlie's the, Angels. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Not Bosworth. Who's the uh, guy with Bowler at? Oh, um, Bernie Mac. That's it. That's not his name in Charlie's Angels, though. <laughs> oh, this is his name in real life. <laughs> oh, he died anyway. He's dead, oh. dead. Rest, rest in half. Rest oh, dear. Mighty okay. Mouse, Charlie's Angels, yeah. That's yeah. it, Right, so moving away from uh, train wrecks, but we do have another train wreck on here later to talk about. But um, the Russo brothers have controlled the MGM library. Boom, yeah. So they're talking about redoing Poltergeist, aren't they? And something else random called, what was it? The 
The Family of Nim? Rats of Nim. Rats of Nim. Uh, to remind him what this was. It was great. I think Rats of Nim was well before its time. But again, rodent, another rodent film. Like, Yeah, but this does go back to the whole point of not new ideas. I know this is the whole MGM library. Yeah, yeah. But Poltergeist, we've had... I know. Do you know what? Scary in horror movies is a really dangerous tightrope to, to tread, if you ask me, because you even name it. Uh, but I think if you if you want to nail it, you've got to do something that's really like gets the gets the people thinking, like that's really freaky. Like mm. some of those ones at Pet Cemetery that was looking at. Yeah. You, that's creepy, right? Whereas Poltergeist, you kind of know what it is. Yeah, I can't watch Poltergeist now because I just hear Mr. Incredible. From who? From the, the actor, I forget his name now, but that's that's Mr. Incredible's voice. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Oh, what's his name? It's good to know. But the Russos, yeah. well, they are a powerhouse, aren't they? You can. Yeah, they haven't, they haven't gone wrong yet. Yeah. So um, I'm sure they'll turn out more McGonagall. magic. Richard McGonagall. Yeah. I don't know. Just put who is Mr. Incredible? Richard McGonagall. And then obviously, I knew this was going to happen. Now I've got loads of images <laughs> of the Incredibles. <laughs> Mm. but we'll see we'll see what the Russos do there yeah <laughs> funny how they've picked those two films to start with surely the MGM library is colossal mm. Mm. Ooh, I don't know I don't know Polgeist it's a great story I mean it is it is movie but you're talking about yeah, something in the, this that come out in the 70s it's almost like, like redoing The Exorcist it's like do you really need to do it? Would you not think maybe perhaps the Russo brothers will have a good old dick in this library? Yeah, and find, find, any, be so find anything up. relevant, right up, and then detectives. you two will be sitting there getting all giddy. Yeah, yeah. We're right, have faith that's in special. Yeah. That's like do it. Like some things don't need to be remade. Like Exorcist is a classic. Mm. You don't need to remake that because oh, it is what it is. Please don't yeah. ever remake the Exorcist. And you know, my um, my parents saw it in the cinema and they said people were like fainting and stuff because it was my mum always said they used to have the St John's ambulance yeah. outside <laughs> like fainting in the cinema and oh swoon like you know what I mean <laughs> and if you watch it now it's so funny our generation if yeah. you watch it you'd be like why yeah but yeah but I'm sure people are be saying that about our films yeah exactly like, yeah. what are they going on about end games like yeah, rubbish this is rubbish <laughs> that's the thing with the whole being scared I remember the thriller video going a little off topic yeah <laughs> but I was so scared of that I wouldn't go back to it at all until by chance I was like indoors one day like two in the afternoon and it was on VH1 <laughs> like, oh, I should watch. probably watch that watching the daytime yeah, so <laughs> as long as Jack starts again mm, people are scared of Michael Jackson for other reasons now aren't they moving on <laughs> so I'm going to backtrack slightly on what I said because I'm I'm really excited for this it sounds great but we've got our first look at Disney's live action Lady and the Tramp oh, oh it just looks gorgeous so is this DC streaming service again uh, Disney Disney yeah that's what it said Disney I thought you said DC no Disney it does sound like you're saying DC to be fair mumbling no yeah, yeah, Disney, yeah Disney Plus I think this oh, is Disney Plus yeah. it's just so cute <clears throat> But this just follows on with, with Disney because they've done, you know, they're, well, they're doing all of the uh, princess yeah. stories. Yes, yeah. Aladdin, Lion King. Um, what else have they done? I don't think Jungle anything Book. is going to, yeah, I don't think anything is going to go untouched. Nothing's safe. <laughs> Nothing's safe. <laughs> we talk about doing Pocahontas, oh, Mulan we talked about. Yeah, as well, yeah. yeah. No, they're definitely all the princess, but yeah. with Lady and the Tramp, you can only imagine they're on Dumbo. Yeah, you can only imagine yeah, they're yeah. just going to keep... 
I think, I think they do these films quite well. You look at the Glenn Close 101 Dalmatians yeah. films. They're good. I mean, yeah. they're, they're children's films, so then you know they're, they're they're made for a certain isn't, person, young person. Isn't Cruella getting her own film? Yes, mm. it's going to be about how she became Cruella because originally she was called Ella. Because um, Emma Stone was Ella. Slated. Yeah, you got it. You wow. Got it. Yeah, Emma Stone was being slated to star, wasn't she? As a uh, Young Crow Deville. Possibly, possibly. But yeah, I'd definitely be looking at I used to love Hunt One Dimensions. Mm. But you know what? I, I like this. I like this. And yes, it will be on Disney Plus. Looks pretty good actually in that that still. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do like um Homeward Bound with the voices people like. I would imagine so, because if it dogs. was just watching dogs, I think that might be What'd you reckon? Mm. But it says on this article I was just reading there's no CGI, so it's not gonna be like Lion King, but I suppose it'd be a lot a lot harder to train lions than dogs. Yeah, bit dangerous. Bit dangerous. dangerous yeah, we saw, saw in the metro didn't we, that idiot that put his hand yeah. in, a, in a lion's. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, "He said, oh, daddy's gonna pet you now," and then it ripped his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he gets compensated. <laughs> what? Well, he's unstupid. He? Himself. Uh, okay. Mm. Netflix are in talks to buy the Egyptian theatre in Hollywood. This is a big move. Yeah, this is a yeah. big move because they're touching terra firma on an industry which don't want them there. I wonder why though. Why would they buy something? Like, why can, not? They're yeah, taking over the world. I know why yeah. not, but why? Like, because they're saying we can do this. They've created their own format. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. It's almost like reverse engineering, just, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, I want you to go in and just fire up your own account. Yeah, in that's the what I'm saying. Yeah, like, and everyone's like, oh, what do you want to watch? <laughs> and just, and uh, just scroll through for 20 minutes and find anything. <laughs> like what we do. She watches, nah, nah. And oh, then we always, bed now. Do the whole audience yeah. doing it. We watch yeah. 100 times yeah, just so we can just... We watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine like again for the thousandth time. We do love a bit of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine. Yes, Netflix cinema. That's going to be an icon. An iconic place to go. Holy growl. I wonder if you've got a subscription you can get it for free. I doubt it. Gold card. But they're, they're churning out some awesome films in Netflix. We watched um, Triple Frontier the other night. Wicked film. Really good. But why not? You know, if <clears throat> if they're making these big budget movies, then they deserve a big budget platform with okay. bums on seats. Yeah. Um, I'm, I say good luck to them. If it's, yeah, it's only making film better, isn't it? Exactly. It's keeping people going to the cinema. It's getting on Spielberg's nerves. Yeah. <laughs> good thing. <laughs> Damn it! Why are you? He's like a, <laughs> like a bad uh, Scooby Doo villain, isn't he? Well, it keeps the interest in making new film. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we want as film lovers, yeah. right? Netflix are making everyone else try harder. Yeah. Thank you. That is exactly what's happening. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, go for it, Netflix. Yeah, yes. don't, yeah, don't rest in your we'll see you on opening us. night. Yeah. Press yeah. passes for movie squad. Right, the last piece of news. We can't go without talking about it. Hellboy. Oh, I think we've spoken about it enough there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hellboy. reading some of the reviews, mate, that's pretty much what the people are writing. Because mm. um, we were teed up to go, wasn't we, this weekend yeah, to watch so, it? So our whole thing was that we were going to try and see the big movies, because this month, like, this big movie's massive, coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we saw like Shazam, we were going to see Hellboy... And trying to fit it in was difficult this weekend, but then... You was going to try, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to try, but then... Until? 
Yeah. Well, Hellboy was going to be our title Ooh. article for this episode. Yeah, and I like, from the trailer, I thought this looks awesome. Yeah. You know, it looked really good. All like, the visuals amazing. Good yeah, good cast. Cast. Looked great. Yeah. Sounded great. Based on the comic book as well. So, like, drawing from the source, as I said, like, my big thing, draw from the source material, it's there, just use it. But yeah, I mean, but you can't, you can't not. It's all gone wrong. Listen to all these bad reviews, and I'm not talking just like. So what percentage are we on at the moment? Well, I first clocked it. It was sitting at twelve percent. Yeah, tomatoes, and that is. Oh, that is so bad. That's low, isn't it? That is to awful. To be fair, it's currently at 15, so it's got, because at one point this week it went down to 9. But out of 100, that's not good. <laughs> that is not good. That's, that's not summer love. Yeah. <laughs> that's summer loving territory, that. Yeah. So we, we was on the train yesterday, we just happened to pick up the Metro, and uh, there's a very good review in there, it did make us giggle, and I mean, I think, I really do think the guy that wrote it tried to be as polite yeah. about it as possible, he refused to name the actors because he didn't want to do them a disservice, but he likened watching it to one, preferring to have two hours of torture, Yeah, he said two hours felt more like six, six. it was oh. that bad, and the, the, the big boo-boo that he mentioned? Yeah, so he said like, it starts off, bear in mind we haven't seen it, so we're just going off what this guy wrote, mm. that it starts off with Hellboy having a conversation on a mobile phone, and he's speaking, but clearly on the iPhone you can see like the green answer, or the green, or the red, you know, the the, coming out, yeah, coming in, call. coming out, coming call, so... You know, you just can't. And we were saying before we started recording, how much do you take notice of what critics say? Because sometimes, mm. you know, you go and see a film, you love it, and all the critics hate it. Whereas this is so hard to ignore. Because it's not just film critics; it's like everything, everything it's a blanket, everything from like you know, like all the big, um, you know, like news pod, uh, news channels on Facebook all the papers we listened to a podcast um, Radio 1 film podcast where the, the guy was like this is like terrible gave it like, he said give it two out of five he's like because one he's like he's just, he just can't he's never given anything one so he, was, uh, he would have that's yeah. the thing but you know I think like okay. David Harbour this was that's kind of good. like his big yeah. this was his platform I feel wasn't a bit it? bad yeah. for him I feel a bit bad. But apparently he's the one saving grace in the film, so he plays Hellboy really well, like according to what I've read. But everything else is just a car crash. But now there's all these stories coming out from behind the scenes where there was issues with the production, the producers, the, the directors. Yeah, absolutely they everything. were fighting on set and stuff. Yeah, people oh, walking yeah. out. The Telegraph says, this unsolicited reboot is ugly, obnoxious and yowlingly witless. Ooh. It's just oh, it makes you hurt. It? I wonder if Ron Perlman and Guillermo del Toro are like, yeah, they're cracking their knuckles. Yeah, like, oh, job done. Oh, it's a shame because you don't want comic book films to fail, do you? Because if you, you try you don't to, want anything, yeah, you don't want any films to fail. But even comic films, because they've always got that stigma, and you want them to be like you want the Logan, didn't you? Of comic book films you want it to yeah. be like sort of almost transcend comic books and go into like pop culture and be well, mainstream it. because it's a comic there's going to be an audience and a hardcore audience yeah. for that character whatever that character is there's going to be an audience and a big following for it yeah so when you put it up on that cinematic platform you want it to deliver if nothing else just for those hardcore fans yeah exactly Empire says plenty of shock and gore and David Harbour is more than worthy to wear the horns Mm. But this is a reboot in need of a reboot. Ooh. Ouch. 
Uh, Rolling Stone says, Hellboy wants to remind you that this dark horse comic brute with a soul still deserves a place in the superhero movie ecosphere. It ends up simply being a franchise reboot, damned to be restaged as its own bloody hell. Some things are better left dead. Oh testify that is literally uh, and that's being touted as, as a mid-range review you know that's not a negative one it's a shame because I would have liked to have seen instead of doing a whole reboot I would have liked to have seen the third film yeah. in the original Hellboy trilogy with Ron Perlman and you know yeah or even if Harbour took over the mantle yeah exactly just but just they've set it up enough in the first two but you know what and, it, and this spurns the question of now these reviews have come in will you spend money at the cinema I don't think I will no no. can I just read you what the Wall Street Journal says how bad can a movie be Hellboy expands the possibilities it's brain numbing and head splitting so that's what I'm saying but it's so bad I want to see it (laughs) I just want to I can't believe it's that bad what's the other film um, Home and Watson same thing but But you're going to have to wait to be on small thing because no one's going to part with their money you're going to see something they know is going well, to well this yeah. was the thing it was like, you know I said oh alright then I'll come with you but when I started reading these reviews I was like there's no way I'm paying 15 quid to go and fall asleep in cinema that's what I'm saying it'd be 30 quid sleep like, on my sofa down the toilet wouldn't it yeah but yeah I, I want to see it because surely it can't be that bad I think you've got to see it I think you've got just so you can tell yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it but yeah I wouldn't be getting the credit card out anytime soon well, to go but we'll see certainly it. see it before um, May when we go to MCM and yeah. Mr Harbour is there facing music oh yeah I don't want to be yeah I feel sorry for him I feel sorry for him do you feel like we've said enough uh, yeah I think yeah I mean having, having not seen it we can't Obviously, no, give our own opinion, a report on the yeah, review. but, but actually, you can't ignore it, can Jake, you? Was making, the bad he was making a good point. You know, how much do the reviews feed into whether you go and see a film? Because obviously, it's heavily influenced us going to see this film. Yeah, last week. So, one, I wonder yeah. if other people feel the same way. Yeah, there's sometimes you're like, I don't care what the reviews say, I'm going. I love yeah. this film, I love the concept, or whatever it is. You're like, I want to go and see that. Uh-huh. Or Batman Superman, prime example. Yeah, and even if you walk out elated or just heartbroken you wanted to go and see it yeah but this particular film has put us in this room off mm-hmm. yeah not going to part of our hard-earned spendoodies I think it'd be interesting if any of the um, movie squad uh, listeners watchers would give their views on it yeah. they went and saw it I'd yeah go. those who have seen it those who have done the same and swear I'd be really interested to hear what they have to say especially if it gives me more ammo to not go and see it with Jack yeah let's know what you think mm. yeah comment below or email movie squad at fandomwire.com and let us know because is it as bad is it as, as bad as they say? say should we spend our money did you want to rip your own face off and <laughs> throw it in the pits of hell throw it in the floor or was it pretty good because on paper stellar cast yeah stands up on yeah. paper I know Bam. let's move on to trailers yeah yeah yes. so we've got three trailers this week the first one is Anna Anna yeah you know what the, there seems to be like a few of these sort of almost like throwback action films coming out mm. that just look like a good watch. I mean, this is like not going to break any boundaries. It's like a, you know, a female secret agent doing secret agent stuff, but it looked like really good, like martial arts. I was saying about last week, I mean, martial arts films are a bit of a dead medium. Yeah. This looked very almost like, uh, like the first transport film, you know, he- chore- well choreographed martial arts. Yeah. So 
and that might, that might be a thing that we see more now off the back of Anna and uh, Shang-Chi. We yep. might see a bit more of a, a martial arts kind of platform developing. Yeah. I mean, I, I love films like this. I, I like going back to like maybe the you know early 2000s, sort of the, the Jason Statham type, uh, 90 minute, you know, you know the story. Just sit back, yeah. absorb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, a, a nice popcorn fodder film where, you know, oh, he goes to a new town, he's got his daughter with him, oh, there's men there that are baddies, <laughs> he's like a retired yeah. soldier, you know, that sort of... Yeah, you're not sitting down yeah. expecting to be blown away and walk out there and be thinking about it. So you're just going to, you know yeah. you're going to be entertained. Yeah. Like, say, for that hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Uh, and the retro touches. Do you know this main character? The lady? Yeah. Uh, no. Sasha Luce. Luce. Okay. Luce? Luce? Mm. Yeah, no, I wondered if you knew she'd, anything that she'd been in. It's not, nothing major. I think she's been modelled by Luce Things. Um, and right. in English Rose, Helen Mirren is in it. Yeah, Helen Mirren. Yeah. Helen. We love Helen Mirren. We love Helen Mirren. Love Helen Mirren. Yeah. Obviously playing some sort of M style. Yeah, some sort of like, uh, yeah, so she's like the, the handler, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. Okay, so next on the list is Stuba. Stuba. <laughs> oh, um, as we touched on last week, Mr. Bautista is in town. Yeah, it's like, again, it's one of these films that is just going to be like, it's not part of a universe, it's not building any big like just trilogy be, of films, it just looks like just a fun a great film. film. Yeah. And again, the trailer, like we watched it before we started recording, we were laughing, our, oh, our ass is yeah. off. Yeah, because yeah. it's just going to be, you know, you're going to be in town. And, and like we said um, with Bautista last week, you can just see he's, he's getting these roles, he's developing, yeah, and he's he's cementing himself up there as someone that you want to go and watch more well, and more and more. The Rock did it, didn't he? He, yes. you know, same thing. He started his career off making these films like Stand Tall and mm. um, Welcome to the Jungle. These sort of like yeah, ninety minute digital Big films. Character, yeah, exactly. Ex wrestlers, same path as The Rock. Um, but yeah, it's funny because Batista's obviously done it a little bit different because he's starred in these massive, you know, yeah, and these Marvel kind of, films. I love him. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. I just love it. he's fantastic nothing goes above my head yeah just, catch it just, just when he was watching Infinity War last night yeah. he was eating, he was eating really slowly yeah. <laughs> fantastic well, hydrates. Yeah. <laughs> you are disgusting <laughs> gross right let's give Scott his moment in the sun Let's do it. Let's talk about Star Wars Episode 9. Over to you, Scotty Ooh. Boy. Rise of the Skywalker. No, I haven't watched it yet. No, I'm not I bet you How many times did you watch it? A couple. It looks now, good. It does look awesome. It looks like they might just be able to turn this around and give people, those Star Wars fans, a little bit of hope as they pull the curtain down on this franchise. I'm still very sceptical about the uh, the main character, that actress. I don't think she's Star Wars heavy material. What's her name? Right? Is it Daisy? Mm. No, I don't no. know. Riley saying? I don't know. Adam Driver, I think he's going to deliver in this. He's a great actor. Yeah, as we touched on many times. I think he's going to show what he can do for this franchise. I think it's episode nine, bearing in mind episodes one, two, three, we don't really talk about. So episodes one, two, three though are the prequel four, five, six, aren't they? Yes. Right. So that's the one with Hayden, Phantom Menace, yeah. um, Attack of the Clones, and um, Hayden. Na- yeah, Na- Natalie Portman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. But that, those are moments of brilliance, like older Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor. That's 
good good part of those combat, films. But those very theatrical films. Yeah. Now we have seen a darker side, no pun, coming through, and the visuals. Oh, but that's the thing. Star Wars trailers, the visuals, when they fire up, you're there already. You're, you're yeah. sold. It's just when you get there in the cinema, you can be so disappointed, so let down. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a diehard Star Wars fan, but I will go and see them because obviously they are a massive mm. part of film and cinema. Like, you know, we, we went and saw it, didn't we? Mm. And it's almost like they've they've kind of lost what they were doing with it. Like, the storyline is, is there, but then they, they will spend, like... I mean, the last one, there was, like, that whole scene where they went... It was, like... They were, like, horse riding or something, weren't they, in that town? Well, well like, this was the thing with Star Wars, is that, you know, they had um, 789 to make. Yeah. And they didn't do that. They've just remade 1, 2, 3. Yeah, also, yeah, 4, yeah. 5, 6. You know, they're, they're telling the same story again with a different cast in a different setting... And they haven't actually taken that story to its conclusion. They haven't developed it or moved it on. They've just retold it. It's not getting any further on, is it? It's not. That's why people are so sceptical about any new Star Wars film that comes out. Yeah. That's why we need to close off the nine and start again. But they kind of did, didn't they? Like this, what was the last one called? Force Awakens. Force Awakens. That kind of almost ended, didn't it? Like, you know, with the death of... Luke Skywalker, and then they had that whole scene where, the, you know, all these young kids throughout the universe were finding it was like the rebel sign, wasn't it? Like, yeah. It was almost like they kind of ended it there. So then, so then do a nine. Yeah, this is like almost feels like a bolt on. It's like yeah, like dragging and, and it that's on the a problem bit. because like you get the titles come out, it's like oh, da, 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 Force Awakens, and then it's like it feels like they're just making the titles up yeah. as they go. So even with that trailer where the um, the TIE fighter's coming along and he's like an inch off the ground hacking towards her yeah she jumps and does that she jumps flip. it but I was thinking she's just going to turn around and cut it in half oh that'd be awesome but they didn't yeah oh so it's called Rise of the Skywalker yes she's a Skywalker isn't she we can only assume that because he's one as well isn't he old uh, yes Adam, Adam Driver's character yeah he's a half solo half Skywalker yeah so I wonder I wonder who it's going to be about is it going to be about her so saying missing from the trailer is the iconic droid R2-D2 will he be in the film we'll have to wait and see uh-huh. uh, the trailer revealed that fan favourite droid BB-8 is back as well as the classic droid C-3PO of course I want to sell toys didn't I mm. yeah but no R2-D2 he's a bit crap though isn't he just makes noises meet more Else, What's though? the actress's name who plays the, the lady? It's really annoying me. Which lady? The main actress. Okay, I'll find that out. My theory is that this is going to be another rehash of the story and those two characters, the Adam Driver and the other, I forget her name, the lead, it's going to be a whole Luke and Leia storyline. Yeah. It's it's Daisy, Daisy Ridley, that's it. It's like Daisy Johnson. That's the quake from Bloody Shield, isn't it? <laughs> but I hope I hope it delivers. I really do. Yeah. Leave on a high. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's almost goes back to the conversation where we're saying about some things are just best left alone. I mean, that original Star Wars trilogy is arguably one of the best tri- film trilogies we've ever had. Yeah. And then they kind of tarnished it a little bit with doing four, five, six because they were a bit Jar Jar Binks, say no more. Terrible. And then even now, like, they're just, but it's such a money money orientated business isn't it it is and with that because there was always the nine it's like yeah 
Well, we've got to make them. It's like a, you feel obligated to make these films. And then you feel obligated to go and see them because it's continuing that mm. thing you loved as a kid, you know, like the original Star Wars. And as a oh. diehard fan, that must really hurt. It does. Because yeah. every time you watch something... It's the same as you with, with your own stuff that you like. Like with Predator. Yeah, yeah or even, yeah. even DC. It hurts you and they yeah. F it up. Yeah. The only time my faith has been restored was with Rogue One. That was... Um, that was amazing. Less... I'm going to say it, best Star Wars film that's ever been made Rogue One Ooh, so, but it doesn't look like they're giving a lot away from this trailer there's a few bits and pieces from reading this article that they're kind of giving you the snippets of the whole film is very low key mm-hmm. since it's coming out in December I was going to say that comes out Christmas time mm. doesn't it yeah. which is worrying yeah. but it gives us a lot more trailers to talk about throughout the year so it does so we've got another two Star Wars at least yep pile on all the Marvel stuff that's going to be coming our way good year Loads. Good year. Just one little slip up with Hellboy. Well, yeah. Mm. Shame. I, I, I was. Well, it's not that bad. Yeah, no. I was hyped for seeing. I would uh, love joining a Hellboy trilogy, but ain't gonna happen, is it? He might get done. Yeah. So that's everything on my list today. Done it all. Sign awesome. it off. Sign it off. Oh, I said little monster burp there. Apologies. <laughs> yeah. Episode awesome. done. Episode five done. Thank you for checking in as you always do. Yeah. Where can they get in contact, guys? So, podcast drops every Sunday. The vlog goes onto Fandom Wire on Facebook and on YouTube. The podcast is available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, and everywhere else you get good podcasts. Drop in all of your comments, questions, anything you want to know to moviesquad at fandomwire.com. Yep. Or comments on those channels. And uh, yeah, we're done. We're yeah. done. Thank you for swinging by. Thank- Don't forget, though, mm-hmm. we have our Empire Top 100 podcast. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This week, we're talking about James Cameron's Titanic. A Titanic film. Yes. See what I did there? I like it. Mm-hmm. Yes, when we're tackling that, every Wednesday that comes to you. The main podcast, as Jack said, every Sunday. Thank you for joining us. Thank I'm you. I'm Scott. I'm Jack. And we shall see you next time round. Next Sunday. Take us away. Help for Hayley. Bye. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.